0: the voice of the sisterhood Movement. Hi, I'm Lynn. And I'm Paulina. And together, we explore the power of mentoring, why we believe more people should do it and how to do it better.
1: Our goal is for you to feel inspired to reach out to people you admire and one day give back yourself.
0: Well, welcome back to our Lynn and Paulina chatting about life episode. And today, we'll be diving into our main takeaways from our chat with Holly Hunt she is an inspiration and I think personally like just seeing her through the journey and she was such a big supporter from the get-go really actually getting a one-on-one chat with her was goals. So um, before we dive into that though let's start with wins and losses. Paulina what do you wins have for and us?
1: Losses? <laughs> Could not possibly move forward without wins and losses. Um, well, hello, everyone. We missed you. Uh, wins and losses are going to be an interesting one this time because we are actually having our first international assisted cast chatisode episode. I'm dialing in from all the way from Moscow. Um, from the lovely, lovely Russia. it's. I wish I could say, well, it's not definitely not snowy at the moment. It's actually lovely, sunny weather. So my win, I think, is uh, being able to, definitely being able to get away um, and see my family. Uh, so we're spending a lot of quality, quality time together. To all of the expat friends that are listening, I definitely feel you, if you're not able to see your family right now because of the pandemic situation, it is, it is so hard. And, uh, yeah, basically for me, it was, it sort of came to a point where I just, ha- I just had to go. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And you made it happen. The, I did. I did. It was a long, it was a long, um, long time in the works, but, uh, yeah for me it was definitely definitely worth it and I do feel it for people who just through life circumstances can't make it happen at the moment it's obviously super hard um, going overseas right now
0: what are you how are you spending your quality time Polina like obviously you're in Moscow let us live vicariously through you for a moment (laughs) (laughs)
1: you'll be so bored when you learn about this so when I I am obviously spending most of my time with my parents and it's not very dynamic I have to warn you Um, they they're staying just outside of the city in this uh in this house with a garden and what we do with my mum, we wake up and dad goes to work and we wake up late leisurely have breakfast um have coffees have our teas then we go for walks we had this beautiful this beautiful basically like a mansion from this insanely wealthy family from like the eighties, nineteenth century Russia. So they have a palace mm-hmm. and a garden attached to it. So we literally mm-hmm. go for a walk in a palace, as you do. And then we come back and we have lunch and then we take our books and we go to the garden and we read. And then there's all these cats <laughs> that we feed <laughs> that leave in that little villagey thing that come and like sit around us sit on our lap so yeah we are crazy we're the crazy mm-hmm. village cat ladies that sit in the garden and read their books so that is that is how quality time goes I love this so much <laughs> i wish i could say yes to was and then we go to restaurants and we party all the time actually funny story so i've got a sister she's younger than me by six years and we went out together and we Mm -hmm. had a lot of fun we had drinks we went dancing again i'm so sorry that we're allowed that and most people are like oh dancing i don't carry on carry on i will um, be back <laughs> but uh, yeah it definitely will so we're dancing and then all of a sudden you know the sun is coming up so we're coming home and then the next morning I wake up from my 31 year old self going oh my god why everything hurts <laughs> this is awful I mean it was so much fun yesterday but oh my God, everything hurts. And then my sister, who's t- um, almost 26 now, she's like, hello, I'm feeling so good. It's Everything's fine. I'm go- I think I'm going to go horse riding today. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short, I feel old. <laughs>
0: uh, but now you appreciate it more. I think she would have had a great night, but I don't think she may have appreciated it on the same level as you do in hindsight, I think. So yes. Because she's able to just go and do another night. She probably could have done like three nights in a row. But you are be like, mm, one night. That was a really good night. Don't think I can do it again. But it was a good time. Yeah, I'm done now. <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. That was basically that was basically me. It was like that was so good. Let's not do that again for a Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so that's you know that's definitely that's my win at the moment. It's all it's all very new or very strange, but all very fun. And reconnecting with the family is doing wonders, I think, to my mental health. That was pretty shaken up after. The previous year, in a bit that we've had. Uh, but what about you, Lynn? Wins, losses? Tell us more.
0: I'm going to have to claim a win. So, although definitely. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly. Reluctantly. <laughs> I think um, definitely not as extravagant as getting all the way out to Moscow. But I have gone down to Melbourne. So, we are both in different locations from the last time we recorded a Chatterstone, which is very exciting. But as part of being in Melbourne, we have been in lockdown for quite some time and a lot of the things that I thought we were going to enjoy when we were moving down here were taken away from us. But one of those things, I've discovered a secret service. Well, maybe not so secret, but when I discovered it, I was like, how come I've never heard of this before? So Melbourne has a service where all the local restaurants um, offer basically the dishes that they serve in a restaurant at home, not takeaway. Takeaway is different. This is the ability to bring those dishes up at to, at to the point at 90% and then you finish the 10% at home so everything's all fresh and you all feel like you've accomplished something because you've been part of the cooking process so in that way you can tell how excited I am
1: so obviously this is win.
0: <laughs> and
1: <laughs> I hear you sister everything to do with good food delivered to your doorstep I'm, mm. I'm in for it
0: Absolutely. I'm going to tell you about the one. one. My highlight dish so far has been this cheesecake from a, play, a restaurant called Attica in Melbourne, um, one of the top 50 restaurants in the world. And this cheesecake was made out of three oh, different types of cream Absolutely. And it was dense and it was delicious it was also very expensive and I'm like it is this is gonna be worth every single dollar I bet yeah I and it was enjoy this. it was so good it was so 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 good and um the cake was for eight serves so we had that over the course of the next three days and we're <laughs> It's just a good time. Good times here in Melbourne, to be honest. So that's my win for today. I mean, that's
1: (laughs) a huge win. I tried to book a table once at Attica and I thought I was being proactive and I called ahead by about three months, I think. Mm -hmm. And they were like, no, sorry, we're booked out for the next eight months. So if you want to be (laughs) in a waiting list... I'm like, wow, I'm, well, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm, I'm really obviously glad that they're doing that well, but I'm like, oh, eight hey, months, I can't plan for that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, I hear you, so um, that's a huge we had our win. first Attica dinner last week, and then we're backing up with another Attica order <laughs> tonight, so that's what we're having tonight. Is the, the most so, important question, excited. is
1: the cake going to be back in
0: it? It is not, but we're doing a three-course dinner this evening, last time we got the lasagna and the cheesecake, which were both exceptional. So we thought we'd do like an actual set course another time around.
1: So we'll report back. Uh, yes, <laughs> I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to the detailed report.
0: Yeah, anyway, let's um let's move on from wins and losses because I feel like that was a solid solid wins and losses session. But I think <laughs> it's really important for our listeners to know what's going on in our day to day lives. So. The purpose of these chat episodes has always been to reflect on the episode that we just did with our amazing guests. So what are the main takeaways for you
1: after chatting with Holly, Polina? Oh, wasn't that a fantastic interview? I mean, Holly, uh, she's obviously an absolute legend in the Brisbane scene. And I think Australia-wide definitely now with women in digital transcending the entire country and taking over the world. And at the same time, she's just so relatable, she's so easy to talk to. And knowing a little bit more about her story made me feel a bit comforted, especially, I guess, when we were talking to her around her finding herself in a place where she didn't think she'd be. And that was Mm. in recruitment. So it wasn't actually the career she envisioned for herself or the path that she thought she would take. I think her Idea was always more sort of the business consultancy side of things where she thought she'd end up, you know, and for me, the main takeaway was how she handled that situation. Because I think a lot of us, well, me certainly find ourselves in a situation where you, you are somewhere and you sort of wake up one morning and you actually have no idea how you got there and why you're where you are <laughs> you had this beautiful plan in your mind about you know how your life's gonna go how your career's gonna go and then it just and then life happens and it all goes slightly differently and you are not quite sure what to do with that at that juncture because it feels like you have achieved something in that career that you've started but also maybe not quite your your natural place where you thought you'd be and Holly Mm. just explained so beautifully how she tackled that sense of confusion and maybe lack of the sense of belonging through finding a mentor and isn't that a beautiful illustration of why people need mentors and what is the time where most people would actually reach out for one Mm. is that moment of reflection, that moment of uncertainty, that moment of, am I in the right place? Mm. Maybe I need to transition to another place. What do I do? Feeling quite accomplished where I am, but I also am not feeling quite fulfilled. That was the moment where she reached out to a mentor and through conversations with that person, she's actually determined that her passion project can become, which was at the time, Women in Digital could actually become the source of income for her and sort of growing that passion project and complementing it with going into recruitment, but on her own versus, you know, through another mm. agency could be a solution. She can still utilize the experience that she's had in recruitment and kind of use all of that information and all of that knowledge to build something of her own, which kind of shifts her, I guess, closer to that business well, not consultancy, but literally running a business, which is even better mm. uh, so that reflection um was just so so interesting for me to learn more about and see how you can in fact pivot quite quite successfully without feeling like you've sort of wasted time, if that makes sense mm. on your on this little stint. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I totally get you and Holly's career was really a lot of twists and turns, wasn't it? It was like a little bit of this and then she thought maybe I'll just, you know, go on this side of the fork this time and go this way this time Mm. I really loved how she talked about like you said the people that she had help her along the way and I always see that almost as a power-up it's like she met this one person and they've become a little node to activate something in her to kind of accelerate her in the next direction so I think that's really insightful that she was able to shed that much light and also identify those moments too because I think it's really important not just to kind of barrel through and forwards a lot of the time and sometimes you forget how you actually got to that point but she was super reflective and I thought Mm. wow she's actually had a lot of time to think back at which points of her career were really pivotal in getting to her getting her to where she is today.
1: Yeah totally and actually in another talk I heard this interesting thought that you know when you look at someone's linkedin profile or read about somebody and their journey seems so straightforward and it looks like they've always been just going from win to win to win to to better things but then when you actually talk Mm -hmm. to the person your linkedin is like the instagram of your work life (laughs) so (laughs) it's really it's really quite pretty tough it's well crafted generally speaking yeah. you might admit a couple of things. You know, one of the jobs that's on there may sound really good on paper, but actually you were having a really hard time when you were doing it. And of course, it would only come up in conversation just like we had with Holly. And again, mm. if you look at her journey higher level, it would sound so logical. Of course, yes, she started recruited, like in recruitment, then She grew Women in Digital, then she sort of tacked on her improvement firm and agency on the back of that. And it all sounds so straightforward. But of course, when you talk to Mm. her, it actually involves a lot of thinking, a lot of reflection, a lot of help and support Mm. from other people. So learning about that and I think knowing that hopefully helps people to see that if your journey doesn't come together just quite as prettily as you hoped, it's actually not uncommon, and probably, probably everybody has had those t- twists and turns. It's just important to, if you feel that you are going on a path that you maybe didn't think you were going, you should be going on, or that you don't quite feel comfortable where you're at, to stop, think, and reflect, and ask for help, just like Holly did. Well,
0: I can listen to you for a little <laughs> bit longer on that. <laughs> because obviously and I paused a and I'm like is there more <laughs> that was really good I think that's a really good insight and really reflective of her journey for sure which makes me think and I'm not going to put you on the spot I might ask you to come back to us later in a future episode if you can look back on your LinkedIn profile now actually this is going to be homework for both of us so uh-huh. we're both going to look at it we're gonna, you're going to look at your own profile and I'm going to look at my profile and we're going to identify a dip in the not so clean structure and then come back on to unveil that a little bit more about the struggles around that. And I think bonus points, if there was someone involved, possibly a mentor or someone that is, you know, a bit more senior in that journey, just to share that, I think the next episode might be worthwhile. I think with our audience might be
1: interesting. We'll see. I love that. Let's do it. I'll make a note. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now (laughs) in this, now that we've got homework, and you always masterfully think of something for us to do in the, in the in between. I love how, I love how your brain works. It's like, great. We can, we can do some homework before, before the next one. Like, awesome homework. I missed that. (laughs) Um, But on that note, what about you? What was your, what was the topic that we touched upon with Holly that really stuck with you?
0: It's a good one. There was, first of all, there were so many. Holly's just really quotable. Like, I remember re-listening <laughs> to that episode again and thinking, gosh, this is, there's just a plethora of things that we can just take out and promote off the back of this because it's she's just got a really
1: good way size concise she way of synthesizing She synthesizes really well. Yeah, so. I know. I was just about <laughs> to say, we ramble, Holly synthesizes. And it's actually really hard to say the word synthesize, as I've just discovered. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Exactly. I'm. I'm not gonna try and say no. I'm not even gonna try to say it because I I struggle just even trying to say it. Just then. Ah. Okay. Well, my main takeaway with Holly was I think the move away from, I guess the word calling calling someone a mentor or um, themselves. So I think it's all great, and we're obviously sharing the importance of having a mentor but when you actually go about and ask for one I think going out and asking for one straight up and saying like you know can you be my mentor I think you're incredible blah 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 That's actually putting a lot of stress on some people. So I think the way that she sort of strategically went about that was calling them my professional friends or sort of asking them for advice in a casual way rather than sort of putting all of that onus on, you know, providing advice and being this coach and all of that sort of thing. And I think that was really clever in the way that she sort of differentiated two different approaches because I think unmasking the way that people do go about getting those professional friends is something that we should all talk about more because I think it's really important as you go along in your career so yeah so I think I'm unmasking that a bit more and not simplifying it by saying that you want a mentor but and then going out to ask them directly but actually going about it in a strategic way was really smart and intelligent
1: so yeah absolutely I thought that you know, obviously, if you become a part of the structured or more structured program like a sisterhood, where people explicitly opt in into being someone's mentor, understanding what is involved, mm. obviously they're ready for it. They're exactly, that's exactly what they're there for. So expectations are really clear. But if you are venturing, mm. like Holly did, if you're venturing on your own, approaching a person who you really admire, or you know they're really good at something and that's exactly the problem that you've got and you need, help with yeah i think asking just someone if you know out of the blue if they're going to be your mentor could be pretty overwhelming and a person probably would go oh gosh that probably means we need to catch up monthly there needs to be some structure I need to think about topics of conversation oh that's probably a bit too much I'm just I don't think I'm comfortable but yeah as Holly said if it's just hey I really admire your work can I just call you every now and again or can we catch up for coffee when I have questions about this particular thing that you're really good at Mm. firstly narrows down the problem the person goes, cool, cool, I'm actually really good at this, so I'm comfortable, I can definitely help. And again, in her experience, no one really said no to to being approached that way. So I think, yeah, if you're kind of venturing out on your own, trying to find people to to help you with very specific things, I think mentor is definitely not the not a term to be thrown around lightly because people might get a bit angsty about it.
0: Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And it just comes down to managing expectations, right? And if you manage any of your expectations and setting a low expectation, the success rate or the chance of the success rate actually increases. So advice from us, set the bar low, actually do a bit of homework yourself on exactly what you're thinking about wanting to achieve and put that criteria in front of someone that you can see out in the world actually sitting out and achieving their criteria and best of luck let us know actually yeah write to us if that's something that you've done before we'd love to hear about how people have actually gone about asking for help out in the world and reaching out to people that they do admire and seeking out a mentor what kind of strategies and advice have you undertaken and
1: how did you go yeah we'd love to hear from you just dm us with your stories the good and the bad and we'll celebrate your wins, and we'll commiserate maybe the ones that didn't go so great. But yeah, it would be, would be awesome to learn how everyone's going with their outreach. Awesome. Okay,
0: Paulina, I'm just trying to think, was there any other highlights that we'd like to reflect on for Holly's episode? Oh
1: gosh, can I just make a little... It's really not that, I guess, not not in the professional land as much, but... How beautiful was Holly's story about her dad and him being an inspiration and a source of wisdom for her as well. That was absolutely, that's so beautiful. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I think we underestimate the role of our parents slash the knowledge that they have sometimes. And yeah, if you're sort of struggling to find a mentor, don't look too far sometimes. Maybe your parents can lend you a hand or lend you some advice. But again, if, uh, if they're not being particularly helpful, well, then he, we can we can, help. <laughs> we can help reaching out to someone who is. I guess, yeah, that was very endearing for me to hear that she's got such a beautiful relationship with her dad and get so much support from him.
0: Yeah, it's, I mean, your parents are the, the people that have known you from day dot of your life, right? So... <laughs> Whether they want it or not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah mentors can come from all walks of life they don't have to be within your career sphere or your professional life they can come from family and friends that don't live in that same space either so keep your eyes wide open guys <laughs> well I think this might be do you think this is a good time to wrap please keep it short a- I know that last time we did keep it a little
1: bit. We had it a little bit long. We so had, a lot, what do we you had think? a lot to say, uh, mostly mostly me, about uh, myself. So, yes, um, this is a great time to wrap <laughs> before I go into another ramble, Paulina style. So thanks, everybody, for dialing in. Thank you, Holly Hunt, for lending your time for us and sharing so much insight. And we'll catch you in the next one. If you enjoyed the show, Word of Mouth is the best way for us to bring mentoring to more bright minds. So please share it with a friend or two and give us five stars or a thumbs up wherever you get your podcast picks. We would like to thank the people that made this podcast possible. Our sponsors, this worldwide. Our Sisterhood Squad team, Claire, Vanessa, Tish, Anae, and Indy could not have done this without you. Our music is by Lale and Punch Deck. Check them out. The links are in the show notes. Thank you for listening and don't forget to celebrate their sisters in your life. Till next time.
0: If you'd like to learn more about the team behind Sistercast or the AssistaHood Mentorship Program, check out our website at assistahood.com.au. The link is in the show notes. We'd love for you to share your stories of reaching out to people that you admire. DM us and let us know about your experiences so we can celebrate your wins
1: with you.